This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. This is your host, Tim Link, and I'm so glad you're joining us today. We're super duper excited. We're going to have our good friend, a really great writer, and uh, it's Eve Calder. Eve Calder is going to come on the show and talk to us a little bit about her latest book, A Tale of Two Cookies. And it's part of the Cookie House Mystery Series. So we'll find out the latest, greatest, what everybody's up to, what the uh, lead heroine's doing, the dogs. And, of course, we'll talk about cookies. We always love talking about cookies. So it's going to be exciting, and we'd love to have Eve back on the show. So everybody, hang tight. We'll come back right after this commercial break. You're listening to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Pets are part of the family. Make sure you can always afford the quality health care they need with Easy Pet Check, a nationwide pet insurance alternative. With Easy Pet Check, you'll save up to 75% on all your pet's health care at any licensed veterinarian in the U.S. Easy Pet Check accepts all dogs and cats regardless of pre-existing conditions. Visit EasyPetCheck.com. That's the letters EZPetCheck.com. Taking care of your pet can be easy with Easy Pet Check. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Join us on the show is writer Eve Calder. Eve, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're excited, and I always love the book, and we were teasing off air about the cookies because it's part of the, you know, the uh, Cookie House Mystery Series, and uh you know, shame on you for tantalizing with all these, uh, not only great <laughs> writing, but all these cookies as well. But the latest book's called uh, A Tale of Two Cookies. So tell us a little bit about the book, how it fits into the series, and then we'll uh, dive into some of the characters in a moment. Yeah, this one is fun. It starts off with a wedding, and the groom vanishes on the eve of the wedding, and everyone has a slightly different opinion on what happened and why. You've got his grown children think that he's ditched the bride, who who they see as a gold digger. The business partner thinks he was just stringing the bride along and everything got a little too real, so he took off. The bride is convinced that something horrible must have happened. And, uh, of course, our main character, Kate McGuire, is a, a pastry chef, and she's an old friend of the bride, and she decides that she's going to sort of help her find out what really happened and it takes off from there and i love it how it's sort of like almost like nancy drew in a in the opposite way you know you've got a, the uh, town pastry chef the cookie aficionado who owns the little uh, <laughs> the cookie house she's all of a sudden the uh, again the super sleuth to find out what this mystery is all about we try and keep her a little realistic the bakery in town is sort of the center for gossip and people coming in and, and trading stories back and forth And so she's sort of the center of town and the center of where things are going on. She's new to town. By the time this book opens, she's been there about six months. She's getting settled. And she's curious about people. So she sort of stumbles into these things, and she's good-hearted. She agrees to help people. And she's now in a position where she can find out a few things and just sort of help out. And she's walked into another mystery. There you go. And, of course, she can't do it alone. She's got her pals, her furry pals there with her. Yeah, Oliver is a a mixed breed of uncertain parentage, uh, (laughs) probably Labradoodle or Golden Doodle, but no one is quite sure. And he's when this book opens, he's half-grown, so he's a a doggy canine teenager and all full of himself, and he does help out quite a bit. 
So they're on the Super Sleuth Mystery again. Now, when you when you put this together for your fans, obviously the other books, and then there were Crumbs and Sugar and Vice. All these are tied into the same series, right? Are the characters still the same, or who are some of the new ones we can expect to see? The character, you'll see Kate McGuire is the main character. She is now a co-owner of the Cookie House Bakery, and it's set in Coral Key, which is a beautiful little vacation village off the southwest coast of Florida. There's a little glamour in this one because half of the island are these big resorts, very, you know, deluxe, very ritzy, very high dollar. So you have people coming in and out who are well-known names. And in this one, there's a, a Hollywood starlet who flies in who's connected to the groom and an ex-girlfriend. And you also meet Kate's old friend from Manhattan who was sort of a mentor when she started out. Her name is Desiree. She's now retired and thought she was getting married, but of course that all goes awry. And you meet the groom, who's a rather well-known marine biologist, so you, you get to know him a little bit, and then boom, he's out of the book. You're left wondering, who is he really, and why is he gone? <laughs> So there's a lot of twists and turns in the book, and we won't give away the the ending for sure. But when you put it all together, how did you come up with, okay, we know we've got the cookie house and we've got, you know, we've got Kate there. So that's in my mind, okay, we got a good starting point there. How did you blend in uh, things like the wedding and the, uh, the old friends and the guests and the starlet coming into town? It was funny. I, I lay out the book sort of in threes. And I came up with the plot to the first three books pretty much all at the same time. And I I wanted to show Kate new to Coral Key in the first book. And as it went along, Kate getting more established. Now she's the the old-time Coral Key resident and a friend of hers is visiting and new to the area and needs introducing. So you sort of take that arc. And at the same time, you know, we wanted to show, I love the idea of a beach wedding and not something big and huge and, and complicated, but something small and simple and beautiful. So, you know, this idea of it happens on the beach, you have a couple of friends gathered around you, you have a little cake, you have a few flowers, you can have a cookout, you can have a little dancing if you want to. I love that idea. And then the idea that, okay, maybe it doesn't happen and the groom is gone. And then what happens? That scene on the beach turns into something totally different. And I love the twist there of that. So that's sort of where it came from and where it took off from. And I love the fact, of course, I, you know, who doesn't love the beach? That's the first thing. But, <laughs> but the thing reminisced me, I will tell my own personal story here. My wife and I are uh, getting ready to celebrate our 35th anniversary. We got married very, yeah, thank you. We got very uh, married very, very, very young. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Obviously. Yes. <laughs> But a number of years ago, we did a, a renewal of the vows. I, I surprised her, and uh, we flew to Aruba, and she didn't know anything that was going on. And we had a lovely beach set up and had the cake and had everything oh. there, and it was just wonderful. The two things about a beach wedding, though, I will say, if you do it in the summertime, you never know when you're going to get a quick rain shower. So that happened. True. <laughs> and iced cakes of any sort on a beach, you better eat quickly or have uh, some freezer boxes ready because that cake melts rather quickly. <laughs> exactly. Well, so the good news with this one, this happens in September. So it's beginning to get a little cool at night. And it's a, a sunset wedding, so... You're set. Well, that's what you get for having me plan a wedding, you know. it's. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God it I didn't plan the first beautiful. one. 
It was very it nice. Beautiful. It, it was, and I will have to say, I hate to get off on a tangent here, but yes, we, the storms were about to appear, and uh, I think we have a connection, or at least our, our minister had a connection, because uh, he said, uh, may the skies part ways and let your love shine through. And as soon as he said it, the sun came out. And the, oh. uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, I didn't even have to pay him extra for that, so a uh, big kudos <laughs> <for that. laughs> definitely have to give him a piece of wedding cake after that He's oh yeah his- yeah well i hate to say we were trying to pawn that off real quick because uh, it wasn't going to last <laughs> very long and i knew it wouldn't last the flight back to atlanta so uh <laughs> it worked out wonderful for everybody and we're still together so that's the best part of it all wow that sounds beautiful uh, thank you so the uh terms of of it uh is there anything else to expect any nuances or anything that that really uh, get people thinking or really connect with these characters? How do you blend all that together? Oh, wow. Well, in this particular book, love is definitely in the air for a couple of the the regular characters. So even though one wedding has gone awry, you're seeing several other characters are might be headed toward their own romances, weddings, relationships. You know, there's, there's a lot of that in this book, which was a lot of fun. And there are a lot of different mysteries we bring in. In one of the earlier books, we had a character who is no longer in the book. We are now bringing their house back. They lived in a mansion. That mansion is now home to a reality TV show for the season. So you've got the reality TV castmates running amok on the island, which was a lot of fun for me because I love reality TV. (laughs) And this was a way to sort of introduce that into the series. There you go. So I love that you have the new characters. There's some of the existing characters in there. It's all centered around the the cookie house, and the mystery continues on. So I, I just love how it all blends together with that. And I tell you, I have to say, Eve, probably my favorite part of the book, when everybody picks up a copy of A Tale of Two Cookies, uh, one of my favorite parts of the book was right towards the end, and that is the recipes you blended in a couple of cookie recipes <laughs> in the back of it. Now, I've never seen, I, you know, I have a great opportunity to interview uh, wonderful, wonderful authors and writers. And uh, there are mystery series out there, writers out there. But I think you're the first, I can't recall, blending in recipes, beautiful, wonderful recipes in the back of the book. It was funny. My readers demanded it. When the first two books came out and there were no cookie recipes, I got letters, I got comments. They love the cookies, they love the food descriptions, they wanted to be able to make them themselves, and they didn't have any. And I like to bake, but I'm not in Kate's league of baking, and I didn't want to put in recipes that were anything but wonderful. This time around, I was really, really lucky. I had two pro chefs, Nina Simons, and Duff Goldman both had agreed to give me and let me use one of their wonderful cookie recipes. So we have a recipe for orange madeleines, and we have a recipe for chocolate chip cookies. And I think the readers are going to be really satisfied with these because they Uh, are wonderful. Absolutely. And the chocolate chip cookie one is not just any old chocolate chip cookie recipe. It's a fat and chewy one. So exactly. I like that. That's how I like it. That's how I like it. My mother-in-law, uh, God bless her heart, she uh, she's a great baker. Uh, she loves baking uh, sticky buns and uh, oatmeal raisin cookies, which are my favorites. Oh. And but she knows I like my oatmeal raisin cookies chewy. 
And this last batch, she tried several times, and for some, I don't know what was missing. She's been making this recipe for years and years and years, <laughs> but she couldn't get them chewy. So instead of sending them to me, knowing that I'd say, no, thanks, but you know they're not chewy, she didn't even send them. So I don't know which is worse. Oh. I got no cookies, <laughs> so I don't know if it's better to have non-chewy oatmeal raisin cookies and have cookies or no cookies at all. I think I, maybe the next time I'll just get the cookies and not worry about the chewy part. <laughs> There's no such thing as a bad cookie. That's it. When, yeah. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll come back with um, talk to Eve Calder a little bit more about the book, uh, Tell of Two Cookies. Talk to her a little bit about the writing styles and putting together the uh, mystery series. So everybody hang tight. We'll come back right after this commercial break. You're listening to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There's no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Continuing our conversation with author Eve Calder and her latest book, A Tell of Two Cookies, a uh, cookie house mystery series. Now, Eve, before the break, you talked about how it's a, so far, I'm going to put a so far out there, it's a three-part mystery series, and you sort of had all three plot lines or ideas, you know, scripted out a little bit. By the time you got to this one, A Tell of Two Cookies, did it turn out exactly like you thought when you originally put sort of the, uh, the outline and everything together? Or has, was there some major changes and shifts and things that you hadn't anticipated? There are always changes. It's funny. You start out and you're writing. You have, or at least I have, I'll have sort of a plot points in, in my head that I, I want to incorporate into the book. And you get these things that are, they're like gifts where, you know, something will pop into your head and you say, okay, what if I do this? Or what if I do that? Or gee, now that I know this character, they're more likely to do this this way. And it changes the plot in ways that you might not have anticipated. But from what I've seen in my own books, it makes it better, stronger, more realistic. And without giving too much away, there were a couple of big things that happened in this book that I wasn't expecting. Um, One was a, a, a love interest that stepped forward that I had not planned, but it made perfect sense when it happened. And another is, gosh, I don't want to give this away. (laughs) Something that happens in the book that is, let's just say, explosive. And that wasn't planned either. And it just sort of happened. And I was really pleased with the way it came out. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Everybody, of course, will pick up a copy of Tell of Two Cookies and uh, see what that explosiveness is. We've got it's got it all. It's, it's a mystery. We've got cookies. We got dogs. We got the super sleuth baker, and we've got uh, love interests, marriage, celebrities. It's got a blend of everything. I can just see uh, it's like a perfect mixture for a uh, cookie batter, don't you think, Eve? <laughs> I'm very happy with it. And if you want to call it a beach read, it would be great to read it on the beach. Or if you're just sitting in your living room wishing you were at the beach. There you go. There you go. So with that, we're always like looking ahead. And, and I don't know what the plans are. So we've got the three in the series. Will the series continue on? Or is there going to be something new uh, new and exciting that you can't can or can't talk about? I've got the next three books for this mapped out in my head. Like I said, I tend to do it three at a time. So the book after this, we see a reappearance of Kate's sister, who's kind of a pain in the neck, and they do not get along. So she drops in for a little visit, and that doesn't go well at all. That's the next book. Currently, I am working on a standalone mystery thriller. Mm. So that's what I'm writing right now. That's, that's different. Yeah, it's outside of the series. Totally different. Yeah. Something now, a little bit different. Yeah. Well, now, as a writer, do you find that a nice departure to sort of flip from one type of book, even though it's mystery, to a different type of book? Or do you have, are you finding it somewhat challenging? Try to keep the two juggled a little bit. I think it actually refreshes the writing for the cozies when you sort of mix other things in. It's like using a different set of muscles. And then when you go back to the series, you find things that you've learned, things that make you better at it. And for me, it seems to help. It's more of a balanced thing. So I've really enjoyed it. I love them both. And it's a, a great way to go back and forth. That's great. That's great. All right. Well, everybody pick up a copy of the book. It's uh, Eve Calder's uh, mystery series. Pick up all three if you don't already have them. Most of you already do. But uh, the latest is a, a Tale of Two Cookies, a cookie house mystery series. And you've got wonderful recipes, so that's worth it. Weight in gold right there. But the book's a great read, very entertaining. I love how, it, to me, it sort of winds around because you've you got all these different characters doing different things. And it's all wrapped around this, uh, this mystery. So everybody's going to enjoy it thoroughly. Eve, where can uh, our listeners find out more about you, follow you, see what's going on in, in your world, and uh, follow all your writing? I am on Twitter at Eve Calder Writes. I have a website, which is cookiehousemysteries.com. And I'm also on Goodreads. If they want to check into my, my author page there, I answer questions and you know people send notes and comment on the books. And that's a, a good way to get in touch as well. Yeah, that's a great way to do it. So pick the brain of the master or mistress of her, <laughs> herself, I'll put it that way, and then hound her a little bit about putting more recipes in the next book that we can have. <laughs> We're all set. What a Eve, bad idea there. <laughs> I, I'm thinking so. I think maybe you've got a three-part writing thing going on here. You know, Maybe the next one may be some cookbook. You never know. A baking book. You never know. You never know. <laughs> Well, Eve, congratulations again on the latest. Everybody pick Thank up a copy. You. Yeah, it's a Tale of Two Cookies by Eve Calder. Uh, it's part of the Cookie House Mystery Series. Everybody's going to thoroughly enjoy it. Congratulations once again, and we'll look forward to chatting with you somewhere down the road. Wonderful. Thanks for having me on. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, thanks, Eve. I appreciate it. Always good to talk to you. All right. Well, we're coming to the end of the show today. 
want to thank everyone for listening to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. I want to thank the uh, producers and sponsors for making this show possible. Uh, if you have any ideas, comments, or suggestions for the show, please drop us a line at uh, PetLifeRadio.com, and we'll definitely uh, answer your questions, entertain your comments, and bring on the people you want to hear from most. And while you're there, uh, check out all the other wonderful shows and hosts. That's at PetLifeRadio.com. It's a cornucopia of great entertainment. So uh, until next time, write a great story about the animals in your life. Put it in a book, a blog, or in an article, and, and who knows? You may be the next guest on Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have a great day. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.